Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout-outs. Reed and Rory are big fans of the show. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you would be wizards who turn themselves into frogs so you can enter the chicken races. Thanks for listening, Reed and Rory. Five-year-old Waylon painted a pretty awesome picture. That was awesome, Waylon. I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a kid dragon detective who goes around solving mysteries. Thanks for listening, Waylon. Today's episode is titled, Oh, Come On, This Is Ridiculous, Why Do I Keep Falling Through Portals and Traveling to Strange Places, Part 4? Except, just to keep things short, let's call it Back to the Valley, Part 4. June and the ninjas all sailed away from City Island as fast as the boat would take them. They all took turns scanning the waters around them for signs of the crows, wondering if the thieves' guild would try and come after them for stealing the crystal ball. But luckily, it seemed as though they made a clean getaway. Um, Tubes, where are we headed anyway? Ben-Ben asked as they all worked on the deck of the ship. I thought we didn't know where the crystal dragon lived. We don't, answered Tubes. But I figure if we ask the right people the right questions, then maybe we'll get somewhere. So we're headed to Dragon Island. Maybe a dragon there knows of her whereabouts. The group traveled a couple days more until they reached the secretive Dragon Island. Generally, humans are not welcome on Dragon Island. It exists as a sanctuary for dragons of all kinds to live peacefully, and it is fiercely guarded by a cat-like race of people known as protectors. Luckily for the ninjas, some recent events had led to an alliance among them and the dragons. They docked their boat easily and hiked inland to where many dragons were laying about in the sun, near a small village where protectors lived. Tubes approached one of the dragons that she was already familiar with, a huge ivory-colored ancient dragon. Hello, hello, thank you for having us, said Tubes. Of course, I'm hoping there isn't some awful beast out there ready to destroy the world if we don't defeat it, the dragon said. Luckily, no, not today anyway. I come with a specific request. Tubes explained June's situation and asked about the crystal dragon. So we had the idea to seek out the crystal dragon and have her use the crystal ball to send June here back home. Interesting theory. It could work if the magics are a similar frequency, the dragon thought out loud. That's just what I was thinking, agreed Tubes. Unfortunately, I don't have any idea where she is. Not right now, anyway, the dragon explained. She prefers to live alone, and most of the time no one knows where she is. Earlier this year, she lived in the mountain on Marison Gale, that little fishing island. I don't think she's there anymore, but it seems like that's your logical next step. Tubes and the others thanked the dragons and returned to the ship, heading to the little island of Marison Gale. June was tired of sailing around. It was beautiful, and the company of the ninjas was nice, but she just wanted to get Rye and Mystic back home where they all belonged. A couple days later, they reached Marisongale. It was a small island, with little villages all around the edge, and a big mountain in the middle. Tubes gave instructions once they docked. She told the ninjas to split up and gather as much information as they could, chatting up the residents. June, you wait here with the boat, please, said Tubes. 
June didn't appreciate being left out of the mission like this, but she wouldn't mind just hanging out for a bit on the dock with Rye. They sat in the sun, listening to the waves and resting. Soon, a little girl approached. Can I pet your cat? She asked June. And before June could answer, little Rye purred his way over to the girl and rubbed against her ankles. Sure, he's friendly, said June. The girl cuddled with Rye for a bit and said, My name's Relna. I live here. What are you doing on Marison, Gale? Are you here to buy fish? Here to buy fish? No, said June. Yeah, you don't look like a fish buyer. That's mostly why people come here, to buy fish, said Relna. No, we're here looking for a dragon, said June. Well, kind of. We don't think she's here, but we're going to see if we can find clues because we think she lived here recently. At the mention of a dragon, Relna perked up and looked out the corner of her eyes. June thought she looked suspicious somehow. Do you know anything about a dragon living here? asked June. Well, maybe, but she doesn't really like people, said Relna. She's here? Can you take me to her? asked June, getting excited. No, 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 she's not here. Not anymore. But she used to be. She used to live there. Relna pointed up to the mountain that stood tall in the middle of the island. I used to take her flowers to eat. She was nice, but grumpy. Oh my gosh, that's amazing, said June. Can you take us to where she used to live? The girl nodded and June took her on the ship to gather supplies and to bring the horses up from below deck. Meanwhile, the ninjas returned to the docks with nothing to show for their time. I got nothing, said Ben-Ben. What about you guys? Tim shook his head. Nope. I don't think the people here have ever seen a dragon at all, much less had one living among them. They continued commiserating and discussing their possible next steps as June and Relna rode off the ship on their horses. June atop Mystic, and Relna, riding with Rye on his little horse. June, where are you going? Tubes asked. Oh, hey guys, this girl knows where the crystal dragon used to live. She's going to lead us up there. Come on, come on, said June. Tubes and the others scrambled to get their horses and catch up. Just before nightfall, the group reached high up in the mountain, where an exposed cave looked down upon the entire island. June and the others carefully searched for clues and found them quickly. There were huge dragon prints where sharp claws had dug into the ground. There was a space near the back where the dragon slept, and the remains of food the dragon had eaten. I would come up here a couple times a week and bring the dragon flowers to eat, said Relna. She didn't talk much, but I think she appreciated the flowers. Tubes and the ninjas spent more time combing the area and looking for clues as to where the dragon might have went next. How long ago did the dragon leave? asked Tubes. About a few months ago, I guess, said Relna. I brought her flowers, and she said thank you, and then flew off that way. Relna pointed off out to sea, and Tubes opened up a map she had in her adventure bag. I think I know where she went, said Tubes, running her finger on the map to trace a possible path the dragon took. Let's be on our way then before she moves again. The group turned to leave the cave, but stopped short. Just outside the cave stood the members of the crows from City Island. 
the leader of the crows spoke. You underestimated us, ninjas. You stole from us. And now, we're taking back what we're owed. But this is just a down payment. We'll be back for the rest soon enough. Then, before the ninjas could attack, each member of the crows threw smoke bombs at their feet, and the entire space was filled with thick smoke. As the evening wind cleared the area of smoke, June, Tubes, Relna, and the ninjas struggled to find their horses and get back down the mountain. Where's the crystal ball? asked Tatiana, reaching out into the smoke. It's here, I've got it, said Tubes. She reached down into her bag and grabbed the magical artifact. June wondered what the crow's leader meant. If they were taking back what they were owed, didn't that mean the crystal ball? Soon after, the ninjas were all out of the smoke and heading back down the mountain to the docks. Before they reached the bottom of the mountain, they could see what the crows were up to. The thieves' guild had stolen their boat. From a distance out on the water, they could see the crow's leader on the deck of their boat, waving a torch and laughing. Oh no, said June. Stella slid off her horse and took a step forward. She considered teleporting down to the boat, but knew she would be immediately outnumbered and alone. The other ninjas grumbled. Well, at least we still have the crystal ball and our horses, said Tubes. We'll find a place in town and stay here for the night. Tomorrow we figure out a way to get off this island, and we'll deal with the crows later. June and the others were looking forward to a good night's sleep on land. They would face the next day rested, and ready to finally track down the Crystal Dragon. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios!